family. There's something amazing when family gets together. When family pulls in. I hope you've got a good um, idea of family, a good model of family. Some of you may not have. Christmas dinners, parties, when all the family get together. When there's a crisis and all the family pulls in, helps you out, blesses you. So that's what, what's getting modeled in church as well, where when some of the members hurt, the rest of the members gather around. Who of you have experienced that in the life of the church? When you hurt, family members gather around you. They pray for you. They bring you food. They drive you around to get brain radiation. Thank you, Tuomas, and some of the other guys that have driven me and helped me out on that. Family helps you out. And I, we got a testimony this morning that's going to be shared by Tuomas of family and the effect that that had. And then I'll speak again after Thomas. So Thomas, first you go for it. I'm over 40 now. So now I don't know if I need my glasses or I don't. So we'll see. But if I look here, I can't see you. So. so I went to have coffee with Darby in the week. And I learned something. Don't drink coffee with the elder. He'll stand up here on a Sunday. It's a grappy. Now you must go and drink coffee with the elders. It's good, eh? Good, so, uh, yeah. No. Go drink coffee. For those of you that don't know me, um, I'm Thomas, and besides my lovely wife and uh, two children I've got here, uh, my mom stays with us, or, yeah, it's complicated. And I've got a younger brother in Paul, uh, and a bigger sister in Wooster. So I'm the middle child. That explains a lot. Um, but I'm telling you all these things because it will have uh, relevance later. Uh, we grew up in a Christian home, so we always went to church as children. Uh, my sister and her family is still serving the Lord faithfully. And my brother and his wife was not linked to a church in Paul where they stayed. So I don't think it was not, yeah, but they were not in church. And uh, we've been in Josh Jane for 13 years now, a little bit over 13 years. I know that because my oldest is 13 and she was born when we just came to, to Josh Jane. So <clears throat> besides my natural family, we have family here. Um, William is my brother. Siska is my sister. Joni is also my sister. Uh, Rudy and Lynette is the example of how I want to raise my children. Segi is my example of faithfulness, and so I can carry on with family in just in this church. And uh, if one is sick, you take them food. If you are sick, 
they bring you a beans about coffee, coffee in hospital, because they know you only get three coffee there, and three coffee isn't coffee. Now, that's what family does. That's what family does. And uh, so this is family. Why do we do this? Why do we take food? Why do we take coffee? Why do we drive one around to George for a brain scan? Because it says so in the starting point manual. That's why we do it. No, it's not why we do it. We do it because we love one another. I love William. I love Siska. I love Segi. I love Lynette and Rudy. I love all of you guys because you are my family in God. For those of you that know me, we'll also know that we as a family go to Gouritsmond every December with our little caravan. And we go there for 10 days and that's our holiday for the year. Because that's just our escape. And then 2020 hit us. And you know what came along with 2020. It wasn't nice. And then me and Andrea had to make this decision. Are we going to go to Gouritsmond for the December holiday and get COVID in the ablution blocks? Or are we going to stay at home? It was a difficult decision because from my, chi- my children don't know anything else but going to Gouritsmond on a December. That's what they know. So now we made the decision, now let's rather skip Gourits this year. It was now last year. Let's skip Gourits. Don't want to go to get COVID there. We'll rather go to family. Safer option. And so we did. We had a big family gathering in Paul. My mom went along with us. We went to my brother and his wife, Mariette. Uh, my sister came along from Wooster with her family. And we spent a week together in Paul. We went nowhere. Was it going coffee drink by the coffee shop? We didn't go to checkers. We used 60-60. Yeah? So that they deliver it. Because why? We didn't want to get COVID. Um, my brother and his wife had the whole week planned out with activities. Yes, I was resort. We had an activity for every day, from building a puzzle of the moon to building a bridge. So it was laid out for us. So it was a lacquer week. It was a good week. It was a good, good Christmas week. It was a good Christmas so it was good and the evening before we got home, we, we came home my brother's wife Mariette said she was not feeling lacquer but we didn't think anything about it the next morning we got up we had a lacquer breakfast together but Mariette was still not feeling well and uh, we left. We packed the car. We came home. When we got to Montiki, from Paul to Montiki, I told Henry, I'm not feeling well. I think I can't drive any further. You must please drive home. Because I, I can't do it. And, uh, yeah, long story, long story short, 
my brother's wife, Marie, tested positive for COVID. My brother was sick. I tested positive for COVID on the 3rd of January, and Henry was also sick. So, we got COVID for Christmas. In a place that we thought we will never get COVID. So for those of you that haven't had the privilege of COVID, it's not fun. You can ask those who had it. Good, it's not fun. I can remember one night telling the Lord, He cannot take me because I don't think I can get any sicker. I can remember my wife telling me one night in bed, I don't think I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. But you know what was constant through all of this? The food delivery on our doorstep. Every single day, there was food delivered to our door. Remember the people don't want to come in and you can't go out. So we had to send Anya, our oldest, to go out and fetch the food. And uh, we had so much messages that we had to reply to all you guys. Okay, do you need help? What, what can we do for you? So we were very sick. Mariette was also placed in ICU in Paul because she was even sicker. On day nine, Henry and I both went to Joni, Dr. Joni, because we were not getting better. And Joni said, well, we will need to admit both of you to hospital. But the problem is there's only one bed available in hospital. So you guys need to choose who's going to go and who's going to stay. And Andre said, but she will stay because we've got two children. She'll stay with the children. So I was admitted to hospital. Um, yeah. It was not lacquer. The next morning I got a phone call from Andre and I heard, it's not lacquer. She's not lacquer. So I phoned Joni and I said, Joni, please admit my wife to hospital. I heard there was a bed open. I said, please admit my wife to hospital. And she, Joni did that. She admitted my wife to hospital. But I had a problem. We had two children. I'm in hospital. My wife is coming to hospital. What do we do? That was easy. Why? Because we had a family. I know. I could phone Siska. It wasn't the easiest call to make. Please, can you take my children? I don't know if my wife is going to come out of there. So, Siska, will you please take my children? She did. She didn't ask questions. She didn't say no. Nobody did nobody work really. She, she went to, to fetch my wife, took my children, and... My wife was in hospital, admitted to another room. Obviously, you can't see your wife in hospital if she's got COVID and you've got COVID. It doesn't work like that. No? <clears throat> so, yeah, both Henry and I are in hospital. What can go wrong? What can go erger wees is dit? Then Blom, Yolandi Blom, also a Josh Jen member, arrives in my room in hospital. To come and tell me your brother's wife just died. And thinking back of all that, you are alone in your room. You are not allowed family <clears throat> in your room. 
Yet God was so gracious. So that family, my family, Dr. Joni, was the doctor that was helping me. My doctor was on holiday. Joni isn't my regular doctor. But Joni was my doctor. So I saw her, I saw family every day. How gracious was God to have family come and tell me that my brother's wife died. Because Yolandi Bloom came and told me your brother's wife died. God, only God can do that. So, <clears throat> what a time. To say we were scared was an understatement. Because yeah, we've got the same virus my brother's wife just died of and we both in hospital. But by God's grace and a very good doctor, just get that one in there, I was released from hospital the next day and Henry the day after me. So we were on the road to recovery. But So everything was upside down. My whole life was upside down. But one thing remained the same. The food on our doorstep every day. The love from our Josh Jen family every day. The messages. Are you guys alright? What can we do? Can we do anything we can? We will do anything to help you. So that stayed the same. My brother on the other hand was not doing well. Uh, obviously. So my mom and my sister went back to his house to assist him. He was shattered. His whole life fell apart because his wife died. I cannot imagine the pain he went through. So they got him some calming meds, obviously to help him just get through this. Uh, but the reports we got from Cape Town wasn't good. We couldn't go because we didn't have the physical energy to go there. So we just heard the, re- the reports. He just couldn't face life. His wife died, what now? What, what's left? So after a few days of receiving the same reports from Paul, we were getting a little bit worried about him. How, are, how is he going to ever recover from this? How was he going to get up? And face life. Then one day, out of the blue, he came out of his room and told my mom and my sister that he contacted Josh Jen via Facebook. I thought that's funny. <laughs> Why would he do that? And his answer to that question was I saw that Henry and Thomas are never alone. And if I want to get through this, I cannot be alone. I'll say that again. He saw that Henry and I was never alone. Why were we never alone? We were never alone because of you guys. And if he wants to get through this, he cannot be alone. The next day he had coffee with Justin Paul's elder Ruan Slabbert. And I don't know what Ruan told him. But when we got the reports we just heard my brother was able to face life again. And he started doing the practical things that had to be done. 
you know, the will and the begrafenis and all that stuff. And in true Josh Jen style, God put my lonely brother into a family. And in a matter of weeks, community was at his place. Ruan saw him weekly and God changed his life. Why? Because you guys brought us food. You guys loved us. You guys cared for us 500 kilometers away from him. We went to him last weekend and he's really doing well. Going to community every week, going to church, having family around him. So today I'm standing here thanking you guys for caring for us in that time. Because you guys saved my brother's life. Not sure I'm going to land that one after that. Thank you, Thomas. Family. We all speak about family. We talk about family, church family, what it means, you know, being a church, join a local church. This is family. This is a testimony of what family does. I've got a whole lot of stuff here, but I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get into all of that. I mean, powerful, just hearing a testimony. You know, nothing beats a testimony. Nobody can steal a testimony from you because you lived it. You were there and you saw God's hand move. Nobody can take that away. So never underestimate your acts of love and of service that you do in the kingdom. Ephesians 3 verse 6 says, The mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. Everybody are heirs. The mystery is that through the gospel, we are heirs and members together of one body. So your brother and you and me and all of you are members together of one body. That's a mystery of how God's kingdom works. Hebrews 13 verse 2 says, Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers in this context, for thereby some have entertained angels. Let's phrase this differently and say, you don't know who you're showing hospitality to. By showing kindness and hospitality to Thomas, you were actually touching his brother's heart 500 kilometers away. And you didn't know it. Like Thomas says, you guys got him to Jesus by loving on this family. Romans 12 verse 5, in Christ we, though many, form one body. 
each member belongs to all the others. We are all connected in God's kingdom. The mystery. In Ephesians 4 verse 16, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work. Not going to go into that, but that's what Nadine said earlier. We're all so uniquely made to serve a purpose in God's kingdom. As each part does its own special work with your own special giftings and your own special makeup. It helps the other parts to grow. So that the whole body is healthy. So that Thomas' brother could be healthy. You helped him grow by showing love. Just a little stat to end off. I don't know who of you have heard of the Strengths Finder. It's a personality test. So there's a test you write and then you get your top six strengths out of a whole list of strengths in order. So the, the order is important. You get your top six strengths in that order from a, a potential list of strengths. So what's amazing about this test is the odds of another person having your six top strengths in your exact order is one in seven billion. That is how unique God made you. So if you've ever wondered about your usefulness in God's kingdom, God would like a word with you this morning. So if you still are wondering about that after hearing this testimony and reading these verses, He created you to be a vital part of His kingdom, of the church. Because the church is the body of Christ. This is your family. By using the unique skills that God gave us, we are storing up for ourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot corrupt it. What testimonies in your lives can you tell people to help them see Jesus? Do you live your lives in such a way and use your gifts in such a way that it shines Jesus to others? Do you tell people about your church family? Do you tell people that your church family gathered around you to pray for you when you went through a tough time, to bring you meals when you were too weak to cook for yourself? I know obvious come. I'm on your com group. I lurk. I don't say anything. But I check what you do. 
So every week you've got a list of prayer requests that Ingri so faithfully deposits there. Where's Ingri? So how awesome is it that every week you know people are praying with you and for you. And also, equally, people are standing with you in thankfulness for all the prayers answered. What a privilege to be able to share that with family. So we've been carrying a lot of people over the past while. For fear of leaving some people out, I'm not sure I may have prayed for you and I may not mention it now. But there was a lot of just people needing prayer in this time. Avia with your shoulder. Thais, who's in hospital. The family Tredu, who all had COVID. Phil was seriously sick. He was seriously sick. He was in hospital for a week. Marie, who's currently got COVID. We carry each other's burdens and we pray for each other because we love each other and we're a family. So I'm just going to end off again with that old metaphor that I've used many times and I'm sure you've heard it many times. When you've got a fire and you take one coal out of the fire, that coal dies much much quicker than the other coals in the fire. Family is important. Keep yourselves in the family. And you don't know how God will bless what you sow. Much more than you could ever imagine.